Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Chronic But Iconic and today it's just me but I thought I'd answer some questions that have been submitted because there have been so so many and I know that I've been trying to do some on my Instagram channel but it's also very good to sort of cross over and put them on here so people can listen back to them and yeah I'm so so thankful for all the questions submitted so let's get into it. question number one was obviously about starting my travel business as well as obviously running my podcast I mean it kind of feels like it's worlds apart but in a sense it's very much um, in line with each other the fact that the ultimate bottom line is that I really really want to help people with chronic illness find comfort find their passion again break away from the four walls and I mean with the podcast it's all about sharing stories so people get inspired people feel less alone and feel empowered that they too can create an amazing life themselves despite their illness because we can get so bogged down with our health and feel like we're such a letdown, we feel guilty, we allow these negative thoughts to eat away at us and I think it's important to have a platform such as my podcast to be able to share these stories because a lot of people don't hear about the success stories, you know, we we hear the negatives and we we can't focus on that, we need to focus on the positives and there is so much we can do around our chronic illness and I think it's very very important to highlight those um, positives so that is why I created this podcast because the people that I have on don't just inspire me but I know that they inspire all of you as well so yeah I'm so so thankful for all the guests that come on they are amazing and I know that some of the listeners of course were listeners to begin with and then obviously came on as guests or they found the guests really really comforting and started following them themselves so that's great and that means the world to me and then when it comes to travel I mean travel was always a passion of mine it was always something that I enjoyed doing because I kind of got the travel bug when I started becoming ill back in 2014 and you know I made the trip to America and I met new people I met and experienced new cultures talked to new people and to me that really really opened my eyes because I realized that everybody has their own problems everybody is fighting a battle and trying to you know I don't know navigate their life and make the most of their life because they understand that we only get one shot at this and it really really did open my eyes to thinking that yes I'm going through what I thought was hell and I didn't know what was going on I didn't have much support I was losing friendships relationships were breaking down and I felt that my whole world was crashing you know around me and so travel was a way that I could get out there and learn more about life, learn more how I could adapt these kind of cultures and things that I'd learned into my own life to help me fight whatever was going on in my life, you know, all the problems that I was having, all the upset that 
I was like dealing with and allowing to eat away at me. And then of course I got diagnosed and I went through, started going through treatment and I'm obviously still going through treatment, but I kind of put my travel on a back burner because I, I kept it at arm's length because I didn't want to lose something else. I felt that this illness takes, well, chronic illness in general, not just Lyme, but we get to the point where we feel like we're losing so, so much and we think, how can I lose something else? You, you try and put those walls up because you're p- protecting yourself. So that's what I kind of did and for so long I didn't do a lot of travelling and it's only sort of recently when kind of was really really just eating away at me how difficult it was becoming just to simply get through an airport get on a, a you know a plane just going two hours away it was draining me so much that I just thought how can I keep going how can I keep doing this is there going to become a time when I can't do this anymore and it really really upset me and Obviously, we went on this cruise and I I didn't want to go because I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to cope. As you all know, my symptoms have been getting really, really bad and I, I just, I'm struggling to get through the day in general. So how could I cope with an 11 day, hectic, busy travel schedule? And I really didn't know how I was going to do it. But you know what? I did it. I enjoyed it. The cruise company were absolutely just incredible and they catered to me. They made sure that I was included so I didn't feel left out. And to me, that was where all this stemmed from. And that was when, you know, the opportunity came that I could train as a travel agent. I could have my own travel business. And I sat down with my mom and thought is this for me? Is this the right time? You know, I've got so much going on. I've, you know, managing the podcast, I'm doing my blog, obviously managing horrendous symptoms and just trying to get through a day that could I do this? Was this possible for me? And, you know, she just said, Sophie, there's never going to be a right time. Maybe this could be something that could give you more focus back, give you the determination back. And she's right, it really has. And I've worked really, really hard to like, you know, pass the difficult exams and specialise in in cruising and doing all that. And it really, really has given me my focus back because going back a couple of months ago, I really, really wanted to throw the towel in. And I think it's very difficult to be open and raw about that. But yeah, I was at an all-time low. So this has really given me motivation and I am so, so thankful. And I really, really hope that I can help so many of you find your passion and travel again and get out there and travel. But also with this podcast, you know, share empowering stories to empower your own lives and get out there and create a life for yourself despite your illness. is what kind of travel do I sort of promote and sell so I've actually specialized in cruising and that was solely because I enjoyed the cruise so much and for me it makes travel easy you can go to numerous 
places and you know you're catered for so well on the ship that you can get food you can get medical care you know your accommodation's great for any anybody like autism friendly disability friendly they cater for allergies intolerances nothing is a problem and for me that is just a lifeline for people with chronic illness and it's also a lifeline for the families of people with chronic illness because they miss out on going away and traveling because they don't want to put their loved ones at risk and they're always on edge worrying about them so when the pressure's taken off them they can also enjoy their travel and their trip and it's such an enjoyable experience and more amazing memories are made together so I think that was key for me and that's why I wanted to specialise in that area but I also am able to sell sort of package holidays and all-inclusive holidays and just do like hotels and flights as well so please do reach out to me and I do have a Facebook group So Fantastic Travel which I will link in the um, description below where I will post deals of the week deals that are going on and just ways that you can sort of reach out to me and, and book travel and you know I'm so so happy if I can do that for you and please please don't feel that you're bothering me or that any question is too much for me because I will try and find a way and get you out there because that means the world to me so I'm very very excited there's so many different areas to this sort of business that I'm willing to explore and so much more that I want to learn because knowledge is power and I'll never stop learning but I also hope to get out there myself and experience different sorts of cruise ships, different cruise lines, different destinations, different hotels so that I can come to you and say right this company is amazing you'll be catered for this that and the other please you know take a plunge and and sort of book with me so that I can sort of get you that holiday of your dreams and get you traveling again and get you enjoying life and enjoying travel and maybe you'll find a passion maybe you'll get on more travel trips and make amazing memories while we still can because I think it's so so important and I'm not by any means saying that travel is now easy for me because it's still very very challenging and yeah I mean my symptoms haven't got any better I haven't just gone to sleep and woken up feeling a hundred percent better but it has given me focus and I know that I can travel around my symptoms and I want to still travel while I can even though my symptoms are horrendous um I don't want this illness to defeat me or define me so that's where we're at and I really 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 want to help so many of you get out there and get your families out there as well so please reach out and yeah nothing is a task to me I will you know work around the clock to find you your dream you know vacation and trips so yeah reach out thank you very much Question number three is, um, how do I cope with the winters now that winter is dawning on us? And um, this is a good question because, oh, God, it's, it is a good question because 
so many people have mixed emotions about the weather. Some people don't like the heat. And then obviously some people absolutely hate the cold. And I am one of these people that hate the cold and my symptoms skyrocket when it's winter time. And I hate the winter. I, it's, it's in the back of my mind constantly that it comes around. I struggle with the English weather because it's so unpredictable and it does send your um, symptoms haywire. But I know a lot of people that say that they can't tolerate a lot of heat and a lot of sun. And I can completely understand that as well. Like I can't sit out in the sun for all hours of the day anymore. I have to find shade, but I do find the warmer climates help me manage my symptoms in like a better way. My joints aren't as bad. I don't have the flare ups the same. I just, I just feel more positive in myself. And I think when you've got a positive mindset, you feel so much better. And it sounds so silly because when you see blue sky, I think you just think, yes, I can conquer this day. This is great. I can do this. And you're just in such a better mindset. So for me, I do struggle with the winters and I have now got a place where I can go out in the sun in Alicante and make sure that I can keep my bloods at a more stable level because my white blood cell count, my kidney function, my liver, everything struggles in the winter time. And that overall affects my health. And right now, I, I can't take that risk because my health, as you already know, is so, well, it's so dire and it's at an all-time low and I, I, I can't afford any blips. So for me, the winter time is very daunting. I am very lucky to be able to say that I have got a place that I can go to and escape and try and keep my, um, you know, health at a constant, stable level. But I know for so many people, they can't do that. And for me, my... Um, I'd say sort of my advice is to try and do saunas to get that heat up. For so many people, it helps doing saunas every day. And um, yeah, a lot of health um, club places do have saunas. So I do sort of recommend that you sort of go to those and try and, even if it's just a couple of times a week, just to try and sweat those toxins out. But also I think it's very important to make sure that you're eating right and keeping those vitamins up and maybe even supplementing them if you need to. Vitamin D is key and I know when we don't get sunlight, we all drop in our vitamin D levels, but it's so key in immune system um, health. So yeah, I really, you know, do sort of suggest that. And I think sort of regular blood tests is also a great, great way to sort of keep on top of it and know you know what's going on in your body and how you can help yourself so yeah that's kind of where I would sort of suggest when it comes to winter time but also when it comes to sort of mental health I think that um (laughs) trying to socialize is very difficult but it's key and sort of just giving you a focus, giving you some positivity and seeing friends and family really does uplift your mood in so many ways. So yeah, but also don't overdo it. Obviously Christmas time comes around and everybody is just wanting to go out, socialise, you know, give gifts and it, it can be overfacing and it can be 
just emotionally so so draining so I think a good idea is maybe to grab a calendar put dates in your diary so that you can look forward to seeing your friends and family but don't overdo it don't overbook yourself and yeah it's just a great way of just keeping those goals in place keeping those in mind that when you're having a bad day you can think that yes you know I'm going out on Saturday I'm seeing my friend I'm going for a coffee and it can really just change your mood around so yeah that is really really key for me so I hope those little hints and tips help and yeah don't be daunted by the winter we can get through this How do I deal with friends and um, sort of friends letting you down last minute or having arrangements and then them cancelling on you when you're normally the one that's cancelling? So I think this is quite important because we, I know, feel guilty about cancelling plans and we can allow it to eat away at us for days, maybe even weeks and yeah we forget that sometimes it's um our friends that actually cancel on us and that can really throw us off as well because we think you know we've geared up we've got it in our planners we might have like cleared our schedule maybe we've taken medication like in line with going out and then when they cancel it kind of just throws us constantly off track and we're like just taken out the blue and we're just shot at and we think oh my gosh what can I do now um and yeah it just you don't understand because your whole day maybe even your whole week has been planned about around this arrangement and when it's just gone you kind of feel lost and sometimes it can really affect your mood because that was the one thing that was keeping you motivated so I think it's really really important to sort of take a step back and think it hasn't maybe been done on purpose and don't take offence because I think we can sometimes take offence that maybe they've cancelled because we're boring or they've got better arrangements that have come up and they don't want to spend time with you and it's, it's not that that we have to think we have to sort of put ourselves in their shoes so obviously we're aware that we cancel a lot so we've got to think that Maybe they're just having a bad day themselves and that's why they've cancelled or maybe an appointment that's really important has come up that they need to take. Like if we had a doctor's appointment that we needed to take, we'd have to take it. So we have to really start putting ourselves in other people's shoes and vice versa. Friends have to put themselves in our shoes. So when we cancel, they've got to appreciate that maybe we're having a bad day maybe symptoms are too unpredictable or too serious that we can't maybe go out, we can't be seen to sort of put our face on and not cry and and everything else. So yeah, it it is very difficult. And I think we have to sort of, what, what helps me, let's say what helps me, is if someone cancels or if my, my sort of plans get derailed or things happen, I try and do an activity that kind of calms the mind or that I think that would help me be in a more positive mindset because I think we instantly become negative, we instantly become maybe sometimes defensive 
and yeah we just were like oh the day's been a waste I've maybe got ready and I've got makeup on and it's taking me so much energy and I'm feeling drained now so I think it's it's sometimes um, important to maybe think about you know maybe you could do some work or maybe if you've got dressed up you could maybe do a video on how you're feeling or you know be positive about it raise awareness um because i know there's some days when i think i need to do a q a video and then you don't want to because you're in your loungewear and your joggers and your hair's tied up and it's greasy because you haven't managed to have a shower yet and wash your hair because it drains you so much so you don't want to be on camera so sometimes when you're supposed to be going out and you've made an effort that's a great time to do those kind of things um, and it kind of uses that time up that you would have gone out and then you sort of you sort of do all that and you come away and you think oh right well I would have got back at this time anyway so now I can you know get into my lounge where maybe watch a movie chill out and you feel more chilled in yourself you feel like you've been productive and that's a big thing you, t you feel like you haven't wasted your time but also like if you do feel stressed and you do feel a bit upset sometimes it's great to just do a mindful activity so whether it's mindful coloring or maybe it's sewing maybe it's just watching a movie maybe it's just like doing watching that series that you've kind of been putting off because you've had other things going on and you haven't really had the time and you've thought that if you need to watch a series you kind of need to watch the whole series so you understand what's going on but obviously you need the time to do that so maybe you've got a spare three hours that you should have been going out or you should have been going to an event or something else that maybe you could use that wisely to watch that series that you've been putting off so I think there's always ways that we can work around it and there's always ways that we can sort of deal with it and it's very very difficult we all deal with it in different ways and I know when it comes to medication it can be very difficult because it, it could have made symptoms spike or it could have numbed symptoms for a while that it means that after you, your medication's worn off you might feel a bit groggy or you might feel a bit worse in yourself so um yeah just knowing how to deal with all this and i think it's great to also keep a diary so if this happens again or a plan cancels and you think what do i do what do i do you can revert back to what you did last time and it might help you um, and know how to deal with it better so yeah that's my advice um it may be good advice, it may be bad advice. Everybody's different, everybody deals with things differently. But that's per like, that's how I do it and that's how um, I purposely like, go about it to try and make it into a positive rather than a negative. Question five. How do I juggle so many different like businesses and work-wise? Um, it's very difficult and I'm not going to sit here and say that I've nailed it because I definitely haven't. I have days where I can do a lot more and I have days where I feel like it's been wasted and I haven't been very productive. So um, I try and do all of my work mainly in the morning and then have sort of like the afternoon off before sort of like chilling out in the evening because I find that it sounds really bad but in the morning like I just kind of want to get everything done I want to work through the list of things that I need to do and sort of round it up because I know sort of in the afternoon time I start to crash 
also it'd be harder to start work sort of mid-afternoon time um so i do try and yeah try and get it all done and dusted and then i can know that i can chill out because i'm very very lucky in the sense that i have people around the world and um people in america are of course sort of like five seven uh, hours sort of behind us so they start kind of waking up <laughs> and start being productive themselves when it's kind of becoming sort of dinner time and night time for us so I do find myself answering emails at night or answering comments um, on Instagram at night or just messaging people over social media at night time so I kind of need that afternoon time as chill time and to recharge before all that begins again and um yeah i wouldn't have it any other way i've kind of got it into sort of um well i i guess it's kind of a program that i kind of follow and a routine that i kind of follow so i kind of get up maybe do sort of an hour go out the house for an hour get all of the jobs outside the house done then come home maybe do another hour or so have lunch maybe do like a podcast interview or something like that and then three o'clock four o'clock comes and I try and clock off and I try and have a couple of hours just recharging having my snack eating and then it kind of comes to eight o'clock and I'm, I might um try and answer some emails try and answer some comments do a social media post and yeah it kind of it does take a lot of time it does take a lot of energy and you know sort of five o'clock ish I do try and sit down and do like an hour kind of planning out my social media posts because it does take a lot of time and a lot of energy sort of um, emotionally to do a social media post because I do try and be open and raw and I do try and reach the people that need to see the posts so that they can find comfort they can relate to what I'm going through and yeah it is time consuming and it does take a lot of energy so I do try and pace my day out there is days where I can do more there is days where I feel like I've done a lot less I am um, I do try and get some mindful coloring in there every day just again to calm the mind and just kind of feel a bit more human because we can get caught in a bubble where we feel like we need to be doing this that and the other and we put that stress and expectation on ourselves that sometimes isn't great for our mental health isn't great for our physical health so sometimes we just need that time where we step back and have some time for ourselves so yeah that is my sort of balance with life and then on the weekends I do try and I do work, don't get me wrong, because I can't kind of chill the mind, I can't check out, I find that very, very difficult, and with um, everything being on your phone, you can't really just check out and silence it, but I do try and make weekends a time when I maybe do things for family, so it may just be going out for a meal, or it may just be going around um, to a family's house and just like chilling for an hour, or seeing a friend for an hour, and that really helps me just get dressed up get you know get out of my comfy clothes and actually make an effort and it does do so much for your mindset so I do encourage that as well and I think it's important for us all to take a step back and not be in work mode so much or not be in health mode so much because we can get so bogged down with just hospital appointments doctor's appointments 
trying to manage your health as well, like thinking, oh, I can't do this, or I can't do that, or I feel like this today, or having to log in with yourself. Um, and, that, you know, I, I do say that sometimes it's great to log our symptoms, but it's also important that we don't get so involved with our symptoms and we don't allow them to sort of rule our mind. We, we need to be ourselves and we can't be defined by our health either. So I think that's very important and that's my advice on that one. Question six, managing judgments. Um, this is a sore subject for me because I find it very, very difficult in the fact that I don't deal very well with judgments. I try and act like I'm okay and I'm dealing with things and judgments don't affect me. But the bottom line is they really, really do and they really do eat away at me. And people can make comments about my obviously physical appearance, but also my mental health as well. Sometimes people can say, oh, you know, you're so positive, like you must be okay. And yeah, I'm as positive as I can be because I don't want to come across negatively. I want to not allow this illness to defeat me or be defeated by it. So I do try and fight back. I do try and put the brave smile on. No one wants to be a moaner. No one wants to be a Debbie Downer because that's not someone that's fun to be around. So I'm very conscious of that and I do try and be as positive as I can. It's not always easy. I don't always nail it. And there's some days when I am out and about and I do break down and I do cry. And I almost feel guilty because I come away and I'm thinking, oh my God, you know, they're not going to want to be around me anymore because I've, I've just kind of put everything out there that I'm feeling and I've, I've you know, been so raw. But also, you have to be because people don't often see past the surface and they don't see past that brave face that you put on and they think that all is well so when you're complaining that you've got this that, and the other symptom they just think that you're being a moaner and that it's not real and maybe you just like sort of I don't know being really dramatic about what's going on and if that's not the case that is our real life and we're dealing with so much and it's so hard and it's not easy and it's not a walk in the park and yeah it's it's very very difficult and when it comes to judgments about physical health that is also very hard because it takes so much for us to go out and be comfortable in our own skin because we're losing our bodies in the sense that we don't have control over our body it's basically attacking itself it's a war with itself and yeah we we all wish that we could be uh, perfect and have the body that we always dreamed about or maybe be the strong athlete that we used to be and when we're not and people pick up on that and people can be quite negative and harsh that really really destroys us and people have to be kinder with their words because it does eat away at you and you never really get over it and, com and comments and what people say will live on with you and you kind of carry them for the rest of your life and when you're having a bad day they are heightened you feel really bad because you're reminded by them so I think people really need to just think before they speak and 
put themselves in your shoes and think about how they would feel if they were going through what you were going through or kind of look like what you look like. So yeah, that is something that um, is really difficult for me and people don't see that when I'm out and about and maybe I've got a nice outfit on and I've made an effort, they don't see that it's taken me five outfits to reach that outfit and that I might have cried because I feel like I'm all skin and bone and I just want to be a normal 25 year old and feel glamorous, feel myself and I don't and yeah and it's taken a lot and I might laugh it off, I might be smiling, I might seem like I've got it all together and that maybe I'm overthinking things and it's, it's not that at all, it's very real, it's um, soul destroying and when people make judgments I think just please, please put yourself in that other person's shoes and be a little bit kinder and a bit more appreciative of what they're going through because it, it's so, so difficult and yeah, just please, please think before you speak. But for people that are having judgments thrown at them, please try and shake them off. I know that they're maybe highlighting a problem that's like part of themselves and they're trying to project that onto you and it's not it doesn't isn't something that should define you or anything of that matter please please don't take it to heart i know it's so so difficult but please don't let it define you you know deep down your truth you know that maybe if they're calling you lazy, how much work you're putting in behind the scenes that people don't see. When people say that you're being a drama queen, you know deep down the struggles that you go through. And when people might be saying that you're just simply depressed and you're overthinking your symptoms, you know, and the people who matter know exactly what your symptoms are, know exactly what you're going through. And don't allow these judgments that are made with no probably no knowledge and they don't understand your fight and not everybody's going to understand so please don't try and sit there and, and think that it's your job to make them understand because it's not and please don't waste your energy trying to make them understand you just be you explain and be as raw and real as you wish I do recommend to be as raw and real as possible because it does help people understand you can't expect people to understand if you're not willing to allow them to try. So yeah, I do recommend that. And I do suffer with coping with judgments on a daily basis. I do, I'll sit here and openly say that I feel like I'm skin and bones. I feel ugly. I don't feel myself. I often doubt myself. I feel lazy because I don't have a nine to five um, office job. And it's not that, I, you know, I work around the clock, I do try and do as much as I can because maybe, you know, I do a lot of work and it, it is a lot of work for free. I almost um, feel unstable and insecure in that sense. So that's me kind of, when people say, oh, like, what do you do for work? It kind of makes me feel like I don't have a real job. But it's, it's very much a real job because I, I do 
do a lot and I put my heart and soul into it and it is my passion and I work so very hard and I'm lucky to be doing this that I'm so passionate about because so many people are stuck in, in a job that they aren't passionate about, about and it makes their life hell in so, so many ways so I am very lucky in that sense but when people call me lazy or say that I don't have a job and I don't work hard that is a sore subject for me and so is body image with you know society is so based on um, body image and we all struggle with our body image in some way and it's so so upsetting and I know that I'm not the only one and often we're going through invisible illnesses that don't often show what's going on the war inside us that's going on inside so it's very very difficult for people to understand and I, I just say please please the people be more understanding but also please know your truth know your worth and you are worth everything you deserve the world you, you're fighting so very very hard and people who are close to you people who matter know that and that is what you need to keep in your heart and that's what you need to realize and know deep down so that's what matters and yeah that is kind of um, my advice on that one um it is very difficult i'm so with you and believe me i feel you and please if anybody is going through any sort of judgments that are allowing them to eat away at them please reach out to me because I've probably gone through similar and please don't feel alone. I will try and um, boost you up. And for anybody who's trying to be judgmental on someone, please don't be and please be a cheerleader, raise them up. Please uplift people. Please just say like how beautiful they're looking, how stylish their you know outfit is or how strong they're being. How, you know you're appreciating the work they're putting in and you understand how much work is going behind it because they are they are the you know the comments and the subjects we should be focusing on the positives and please shake off all the negatives highlight the positives and one harsh judgment one negative judgment shouldn't allow them to pull you down and you know influence you and sort of darken the shine of the positives so yeah please don't allow that to happen okay so i just kind of wanted to finish on that one before i got emotional about judgments and um how i'm feeling as a person but um, yeah, I just hope this episode kind of helps you and also um, just kind of answers some of the questions that have been submitted, but also that um, I am a real person and I wanted to be raw and real with you today, as I do always try to be, but I know it's often hard because like I say, we face a lot of judgments and we worry about those and we do and it's a big part of us and I really just kind of wanted to be open and honest about that but also talk about the positives that are going on in my life as well because I will be raw and real with you in the sense that just a couple of months ago obviously I finished um, series one and I said I was having a few um, months off just to kind of enjoy the summer because I had a new boyfriend, new relationship and I needed to take on treatment in order to 
hopefully get better. And um, that didn't really happen in the sense that I didn't really have time off in the fact that I wanted to keep working because my whole life was kind of falling and crashing around me. My relationship broke down, my health wasn't getting any better, treatment hadn't really worked, I wasn't getting anywhere and it was very, very difficult and I know everybody's been through this kind of time but we kind of don't really want to be here anymore and we don't understand why we're fighting and everything that I do work-wise I do to help other people and I was kind of feeling like I wasn't breaking through I wasn't I was kind of all the walls were closing in on me I didn't want to go out anymore I felt embarrassed by what was going on in my personal life and obviously um health-wise and I always try and portray being a strong person on here and that's obviously what I want to continue doing because I don't want to be here and be negative, people don't want to hear that obviously, but I also have to be raw and real and I have to be accepting of what was going on and I threw myself into work because I wanted to develop my business a lot more and I wanted to be the best. Um, I could and give the best content I could out to you guys and it was very difficult because I'm not a professional I'm not trained in this and yeah I was trying to do course after course after course to try and learn how to up my social media how to be more approachable how to just put out the best content I could for you guys and yeah I just I felt very unmotivated I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere or um, my content wasn't really improving despite all of the work I was putting in and I, I just I wanted to give up and I wondered was I even going to be able to create a series two after thinking that this is what I wanted to do and the success that we'd had in series one um, obviously I wanted it again for series two because I want everyone I found it so helpful and that meant the world to me because I'd had so many amazing guests and I'd been personally inspired by the guests that I'd had on here so um, I really really wanted to do series two and, and make that a possibility to recreate what series one had created and I, I did have a lot of doubt around it and I'm so so thankful that I've managed to pull through and create this and make this happen and it means the world to me to once again have your support have amazing and inspiring guests on it means the world to me to be able to share their story and it means the world to me to have you guys as listeners because um yeah it, you know you you make this happen, you inspire me, you empower me, you give me that drive to keep going through the bad days and through the days when I want to give up. So from the bottom of my heart, a big, big thank you. I have had to make a big shift in my life. I have had to um, learn a lot of new skills. I've had to get over um, heartbreak. I've had to rebuild my life. I. I've had to kind of regain some sense of self-worth, know myself that 
I am working really hard find refined um, my passion which is travel to reignite the flame inside me because I did lack motivation I did want to give up I didn't really have a sense of purpose anymore I was like losing myself and losing direction so this has really given me direction back and I just kind of want to personally thank you all for your support and without you I really really wouldn't be here I, I, I have to say and just a massive thank you to my mum and my close friends who you know are always there for advice and support and whenever I've got an issue like I know that I can speak to you and you will give me great advice that I often share with you guys on here because you know they do offer me great advice and without them I wouldn't keep producing the content I'm producing I wouldn't keep working the way I am I wouldn't refine passions I wouldn't be getting out there I wouldn't be breaking free from the four walls I wouldn't be going out and I'd probably let my illness define me defeat me and um that isn't what I want and I have been in the dark hole and believe me people probably see me and think oh she's fine what she what she complaining about you know she has it all together and I don't and I do find it difficult and you know I can openly say that and I know it's okay for me to say that I did want to throw the towel in two months ago because I'm I'm not like through the other side because I still have days when I, I don't want to be here and I think we all do and we, we all question those days and our symptoms are skyrocketing and we can't deal with the pain and we're upsetting ourselves and our lives aren't where we want them to be but we have to push through them to realise that how strong we are and that we are strong and we are fighting such a tough battle and doing a great job so I kind of want to leave this episode on that note that please if you are feeling down if you're feeling unmotivated or feeling like giving up please reach out to me and I'm not immune from it nobody's immune from what goes on in in life and what can pull us down and um yeah, we we all have our, have our doubts and we all have our low times and bad times and the important thing is to have strong support. The important thing is to always rise again and we can do it and we can sort of silence those doubts. Please, please, please um, don't allow them to eat them away at you. Please be open with someone. Please sit down, you know, ring someone talk to your support system be open about how you're feeling so that they can help you as well and they can offer advice and sometimes a simple hug can make your day and can mean the world so please 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 and if you know somebody that's going through a hard time please be that friend that really uplifts them please be that cheerleader and please be that person that motivates them and just pushes them in the right direction and and realize you know the flame that you know is inside them and and, and ignites that flame again gives them that passion back and that motivation to really keep fighting but thank you so much for listening today so sorry it's probably i've probably gone off in in 101 directions but i hope you found this helpful and i hope you found it um 
useful that you can maybe have some take some tools from this and yeah sort of put them into your own life and, and use them you know in a positive manner and it find them helpful and uplifting so thank you so much i hope you've enjoyed um, i'll add all the links in the description below you can follow me on instagram at sophie wardy to keep up to date with everything going on and yeah thank you so much for your support and and lots of love